You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It really does go to prove you cannot you cannot erase anything off of the internet. You really can't, because there's somebody out there always waiting to screen cap. I it. cannot believe I fell for it. Now I actually Here's I can't thing. believe you did either. All right, I was out of it this morning because I was I was handling a bunch of the insurance stuff, and I happened to look on Facebook and saw that, and I'm like, holy crap, this is breaking news that I'm seeing for the first time. <laughs> and so I went ahead and was like, you know what? I don't post on Twitter a lot. Why don't I get ahead of the curve and I'll be the first one? Nobody else is talking about the fact that Axl Rose died. Oh, my God, Greg. Of course nobody's talking about it. Like, don't you think that would be the headline everywhere? I just I one tried. random site. It's what I get for trying to be the headline. Hello, yeah, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever. And to have you listen, it's so fantastic that you do. So, of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So We got... are so glad that you did. Yes, yes, we mm-hmm. are. And uh, we're also very excited to see a lot of you in person one week from today on December 10th at the Secret Society, where we're are having our Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase featuring the likes of Stephen Wilbur, Amy Miller, Zach Toscani, and... Adam Posse. Yes, indeed. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And there's also uh, something else we're going to talk about in relation to that, but we'll we'll come back to that here in a minute. So we've, we've got we to settle something. Okay. There's well, something what is it? What do you be, mean, settle something? There's something that needs to be discussed. All right, I'm open for a discussion because I've been thinking about something too, so maybe we should talk about this in a bit. I don't like the fact that you were uh-huh. thinking. Yeah, I, sometimes I do that. Can no. you believe it? Sometimes the wheels, they get a turning. That's the, that's the wheels turning. They're really slow? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yep. They're just kind of creaking along? What's wrong with your eye? It's like you have a twitch or something. What do you you're mean? Like, I don't have a twitch in my eye. Are you sure? Maybe you just don't notice that a lot of people who have twitches don't notice that they have twitches. What? Yeah. I mean, what sometimes do you mean? people like doing? blink and like they I'm don't. I'm sorry, this is not part of the podcast. Honestly, this freaks me out. What What is my eye? Doing? I don't know. Your eye just look, it looks like your left eye winks a little more than your right one. What? It's like a little winky, like you have a twitch. Is that what people say about me? I don't know. Maybe people are like, why is Greg always. It's like that episode of Seinfeld when George Costanza squirts himself in the eye with a grapefruit. Yeah, and he's winking to everyone. Mm-hmm. Have I been winking to people? I think you might be winking. I think you might be a, a secret winker. That's That's unnerving. That bothers me a lot. Okay. Well, anyway, now I'm going to be obsessed with that for the rest of the day. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, where was I getting to? Now I'm just going to try to keep my eye open as much as possible the entire time. And Maybe that's... you can have a corrective patch on the other eye to make sure that the other that's... one, you know, because that's how you correct it, right? Okay. In the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you won't be a part of this. But if you listen live, uh, $6.99 a month, the first week is free. Now people are saying that everyone calls me old twitchy behind my back. Old Do people call me old twitchy? Well, I mean, you're twitchy in life. No, Greg, I don't think you're eyes. I think that it's just today. I think with the stress, sometimes there are a lot of ticks that come out when someone's very stressed about something. It's been very stressful. It's week. been very stressful. I mean, sometimes, you know, like everyone gets those little like eye spasms, like yeah. the, the muscles start twitching. I had one actually on my on the on my eyelid the other day. Like I've had them below before, but I had one above. What your like, eyelid was moving? Eyelid yeah, it was, was like on its own? it wasn't moving, but it was like I could feel it like twitching. Now I I really am going to be thinking about this all day. Like, am I winking to people? Now I'm just going to start looking at the ground, afraid to interact with everyone. Now I have to go back and think about my other interactions with people. Do they think that I've been winking at them? Maybe they think you're trying to tell them secrets. You're like, oh, no, 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 it's okay. Wink. When I was, I did go downtown for a little bit today for to film uh, digital trends. Mm-hmm. And I did notice 
this has never happened before, but the security guard there was uh, staring at me quite a bit as I walked through, like like staring directly at me until I to one of those things with like the awkward moments where you have to make eye contact, mm-hmm. and then he just looked at me, gave me a little bit of a nod. Was he like, and I'm then on kept to walking. You. Yeah, it was kind of like one of those things. And I'm like, well, I, I wasn't doing anything. I just walk in and walk in and walk out. It's pretty basic. I don't hang around. Don't. I'm not loitering or anything. But yeah, he was like, he gave me the nod like like I was in the game or that he was on to me. He was on to something that I was doing. See, Greg, I'm sorry. You think I it's because I was this? winking that now I was that winking at him? It. So now he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I know the secret I too. Think that could be like, it. Is that like a secret code that I just cracked? That I joined a club that I... I'm spiraling way too much about See, this. I like this because, you know, you've been making me uncomfortable about all this poetry stuff for so long that, like, I really like to just kind of kind of poke at you a little. I don't know if I need any more poking this week, Sarah. Like that sounds... I didn't think about that before I said it. Uh, anyway. All right. Yes, I have been a little bit stressed I'm using out, so the Greg method. I got to break you down to build you up. That is that is kind of how that works. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta tear it down. Well, and, and part of it is, too... You know, as as if you listen to yesterday's show, you know, I got into an accident. You know, my truck, my truck maybe totaled. I don't know. I got to wait to find out. You're in like the blah, lim- blah, blah. You're like in the insurance limbo right now. I'm in now. insurance limbo. I've Where done... Now it's all out of your hands. Yeah. There's well, nothing. Now it is. I had to get up this morning and file a bunch more stuff. And there's still some more paperwork I have to file. It is a pain in the ass when you get hit by somebody else in a car. Yep, it sure it's not, is. It's not just losing the truck or the accident itself. It's a billion, billion pieces of paperwork you got to fill out. Oh, yeah. So I've got all that I got to do. It's a to-do. Yeah, it's a to-do. So mm-hmm. maybe that's stressing me out to the point of where now my eye is twitching on its own. Right? It doesn't. It hasn't twitched since I brought it up. It did that first time, but I don't think it is anymore. <laughs> You're doing a good job at controlling it. Aquave in the live chat says, keep winking at security guards and you'll get a lot more poking, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> For the win. Yay. So anyway, I, I did. I, I was up early this morning, like making phone calls and d- dealing with all that. And I, I happened to look, you know, on Facebook occasionally, I'd be like, okay, I got to take a break. Because some places I had to call, they were like, one's open at 8, one's open at 8.30, and I'm, then I'm on hold. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I never fall for these things. Like, you know how there's Says always... the guy who just fell for the thing. Well, previous to today, <laughs> yeah. I never fall for these things. Like, I, I don't believe 90% of what I see on on the internet until I like verify it and fact check it. And that's why I never post anything timely on, on any social media. Cause I'm like, I'm going to guess it's fake. I don't want to be the one that mm-hmm. posts fake things and then gets called out on it. Well, remember, cause I've called people out on it before. I'll be like, yeah, I'm sorry to let you know that's fake. I was I over know. at your house. Remember when we found out Robin Williams died and I found it on the internet, but I was and too I, afraid, but I was, but you're just like, that's probably fake. I told you it was fake. Cause I was going to post something and I'm just like, dude, did you see this thing that Robin Williams died? And at that point it was only on one source. And then Greg's like, Oh, that's probably fake Sarah. And then, you know, three minutes later, it's everywhere. Right. But I didn't post it, which I'm glad that I didn't, by the way, because it doesn't matter if you're the first person posting about a tragedy. Like, I don't know why, like, people are. No, no, it's not that I would want to be the first one. It'd just be like, because you want to get the information out there, get the information out so that everybody knows. And but I I always just assume those things are fake. You know, like how many times have you seen a Tom Hanks uh, rumor or somebody like that? Or David Hasselhoff fell off a cliff. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Goldblum gets a lot of them too. Yeah, Goldblum does. Mm -hmm. He actually did a thing about that. I think on Kimmel or or somewhere. Where it's like, yeah, I'm not dead. Ha ha ha. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, There was a Macaulay Culkin one uh, a couple weeks ago. That was recent. Mm -hmm. Well, for some reason, didn't register in uh, stressed out, sleep deprived Greg this morning. But maybe what I was looking at wasn't real. So somebody on my Facebook feed posted this this thing from, uh, it said MSNBC, uh, Axl Rose, lead singer of Guns N' Roses, found dead. I believe it was in an apartment or something like that. But mostly it was the found dead part. And it was this whole article. It even had the MSNBC like like stuff on there. It was like really official looking. 
That's so funny because is it MSNBC that's getting trolled a lot? Because I know that they had the one, they had the definitive one about Macaulay Culkin because everyone was using well, that as a reputable deal. source. Here's the deal. It's not MSNBC. So I, I here's what <laughs> I'll explain that here in a minute. So I saw that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And so I actually I posted on Twitter. And I haven't posted on Twitter for a while. And I was just thinking today, you know, I need to start make sure I, I post more on there at Greg Nibbler. Maybe this will be my big thing. Maybe everyone will retweet it. (laughs) I need to get more engaging on my social media, you know, with being sick and then Thanksgiving and then this. Like, I I haven't been posting a whole lot of stuff. So, like, all right, I got to get back into it. So I posted this. Is anyone else reporting this about hashtag Axl Rose? See, using hashtags. And then posted the link to MSNBC. But the key thing that's also in this URL is MSNBC.website slash Axel Rose found dead. Oh, it's MSNBC dot website. Now, how they haven't gone after Trickery. them, I don't know. I would think that they could actually go after them, but this is—that's uh... some trickery right there. Yeah, and I—I I fell for it. Now the thing is, I posted it, and I didn't have it up very long. Like I—I I, I realized you, think you had it up for. I had probably had it up for about. I would guess I, I could probably even tell you it was probably within three minutes or so oh you had it up for a full three minutes maybe oh it was long enough for me that i posted it and i'm like huh wait a minute it's not on cnn it's not on anywhere else and, and i happened to be at home i was like let me turn on msnbc right away they have the breaking news like huh they're talking about stocks or something what's this what's going on why aren't they talking about X? oh no and then i went ahead and Took a look and realized it was msnbc.website. I had already come up with all these things I was going to say, too, because, yes, it's being noted in the chat. I've always said I have a $50 standing order. Yeah, Mr. Jenkins asking you if you would consider paying more now that you've come so close to losing, Axel. Well, I would only pay $50 for a ticket to see full reunited Guns N' Roses. Duff McKagan has to be there, Slash and Axel, and then preferably the rest of them. But at least if those three are there, throw in a Gilby Clark or an Izzy Stradlin, I'm in. I'm in. What about that's $100? A, no. <laughs> $50. We're going $50. That's what. Uh, that's a $50 standing order for a ticket there. I've got it set aside for that day when they all reunite. And I was thinking, oh, no, this is gonna, going to be awful. This is going to be awful. Like, it's never going to happen. Uh, so I realized it's completely fake. And I'm like, okay, I've, I've just made a fool of myself. Yeah, everyone judges you, especially when people they do. Like, post that kind of stuff. Everybody judges. Everybody judges. And the thing people is, think you're like dumber than they did before. And, and guess who judges? Guess who's judged before? Of course I have. I've judged. I'll, I'll see that and I'll be like, huh, no, that's fake. They totally fell for it. <laughs> and I smugly think that to myself. Yeah, well, this is, this is my comeuppance for that. I completely posted it. And I, I took it down. And I was like, well, you know, maybe nobody saw it. Nobody nobody paid any attention to that. Mm-hmm. And I decided, though, I was like, oh, I better post something because it's going to look really – it probably looks even worse that I deleted it, you know, and then I took it off. And so I was oh, like – Oh, it does because everyone can see. Like, they know – so so people actually saw that you posted it. Yeah, because I posted – I did not fall for a fake clickbait celebrity death link and then shamefully de- delete what I posted. Nope. I was like, I, I better just acknowledge it. And uh, guess what? People did. People did see it. People I didn't even realize were paying attention that uh, saw my post and then either fell for it or were correcting me and that it was a hoax and that it was wrong. So, hey, dummy, 
Um, that is a fake link that you posted. It's essentially that, that's not <laughs> exactly. It? Nobody said, "Hey, dummy." They were. Everybody was very nice about it. You know, there's a, a like Zach Burns. Um, hey, fucking idiot. Hey, moron. Uh, Zach Burns. He's uh, one of the hosts on uh, Cairo up in. Uh, oh, up in Seattle. Up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he posted. I saw what you did and told everyone. So he, he posted that on there. But then there's there's random businesses that I didn't even know. Joe's Burgers apparently. Joe, you remember Joe's Burgers? I do remember Joe's Burgers. Yeah, we, yeah. we worked with them when we worked for, for the, the Blazers. Yeah, yeah, for the Trailblazers. Yeah, they responded, and uh, and PDX broadsides and all these people responding, and I'm like, no, it's it'll never happen. I deleted it, so it's off the internet forever. Well, our old coworker, uh, Demir, um, he already had a screen cap of it. He screen. I wonder what, but like, why he thought that he's like, oh, I bet this no, is gonna be good to mess with Greg. I don't think he. I my guess is he didn't screen cap it at the time but he is one of those people that knows how to find stuff that's been deleted on the internet because it's never actually deleted it's out there everything is always on the internet that's what's scary that is what scares me and that's why i end up not posting on twitter so much this is a perfect representation because what if i accidentally misspell something or i type something wrong and i end up posting that it is out there forever forever yeah and now it's forever known that I'm trying to think I if I've, for a clickbait. I know that I've fallen for a clickbait thing. You've fallen for that stuff a lot. I know. No, not a I've, lot. I've no, I don't even you. remember one time that I've I have. I've judged you. That's why I went to instant judgment about the Robin Williams thing, although I was wrong on that one. No, okay. Then tell me, Greg, if you remember so vividly, what one did I accidentally post? I don't recall exactly. But I know, I know for a fact you fall for that. You are way more gullible no, than No, I, I am not. You are way am, more All right, gullible. give me the exact circumstance to which I did it, because let me tell you, one of us has an exact circumstance to which we fell for clickbait today, and it ain't me. But you know what else is annoying? It's like the, um, so living in Bremerton, I grew up in Kitsap County. There's this, so people have all these like satire papers that make it look real. So like now. Yeah, it's getting to be more and more prominent. Yeah. So like in Kitsap County, there's one called like Kitsap Daily, where it's like, um, where people actually think that it's a real paper, like things going, because it's not too far fetched. A lot of weird stuff happens in Bremerton. Okay. But people take that. There's also that one uh, here in Oregon called That Oregon Life. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you see that one about like Casa Diablo and the uh, Black Friday riots with the strippers? Right. Yeah. The fake people, one. Casa Diablo that... is a vegan strip club. That's true here in Portland there is a vegan strip club yep. but yeah they they posted this story about yeah like a Black Friday riot they were doing like half price dances or something Yeah, it was big enough that yeah, that made national news and um, and people think that it's real like I saw this shared so I'm looking at the website right now Portland police arrest 35 in Black Friday vegan strip club riot um, and I saw people posting this like oh Portland or yeah. like, people moved away like Portland I miss you it's right like, there really wasn't one of my Black friends mo- one of my friends even got a text from his mom asking if he knew anything about that because it was national news and they live somewhere else in the country and and sent him a text of that so yeah people fall for these I'm things. reading this uh, this article it says the melee started when a patron later identified as Atticus Sanford was in line for a dance uh, from a dancer named Broccoli and noticed the patron ahead of him had gone over the 10 minute limit instituted by the club to ensure they could accommodate all the customers who showed up <laughs> <laughs> it's just and Portland is, and Oregon in general are so ridiculous that people were believing that Yep, that stuff happens. Um, nip, nipples in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, uh, wrote, uh, I can see Greg's future and it may involve monitoring a police scanner at home so he can be first to tweet about fires, break-ins, and shootings. You know, I mean, I, I have made plans for when I get older. You know, when, I, when I'm about 80, I've said some of the things that I'll probably do. I'm going to hopefully not be senile, but I'm going to act senile so I can get away with lots of things. 
I You'll totally be senile. You can sometimes see no. like future old people in old people's faces. I can see your future old person. What do you mean? You soil yourself a lot. I will not soil myself. You soil yourself a lot. No. And you wear like light gray, like baggy sweatpants, and you kind of have like a weird walk kind of thing. And all you do is you shuffle to the microwave to heat up your cup of tea. Then you shuffle back over to your wood shop where you turn the knobs on your uh, ham radio trying to pick up things that are going... They're happening in your neighborhood. I'll probably do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something I would do. Yes, I don't see anything wrong with that. And then at that point, you've gone bald, but you still keep hanging on to those few strands of hair you have on your head. So as you sit listening to your ham radio with your tea shaking in your one hand, you have a brush in the other as you lovingly comb it, thinking about the thick mane that you once had. <laughs> I post pictures of myself when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't like this idea at all. That's not what I'm going to be like. I'm going to be the beloved man in the neighborhood. I'll be slightly eccentric. But people still want to hang out with me. Although, here's what I'm going to do, though. All right. Do you realize that kids don't like the eccentric old man in their neighborhood? There is no, like, lovable eccentric old man when you're a kid. You know what you are? You're creepy. (laughs) I'm not creepy. You're going to be a creepy old man. Nobody wants, like, oh, look, it's just that guy that soils himself and sits in his wood shop listening to his ham radio all day. I don't soil myself. The future Greg will not be soiling himself. That's not one of the things that I'm going to be doing. That's not part of it. No, I'm not going to be senile, but I will pretend to be senile when it suits me in order to get away with things. That's what I've talked about. I'll, I'll get away with stuff. You know, accidentally shoplift. I love how you Who's think gonna... accidentally shoplift. Yeah, when you're like 80. Shoving I mean, things not... into your diaper? Yeah, it's not, thing, not anything I would ever do because uh, I don't want to steal from people, but I would do it just because, like little things, and then, uh, and then just to see if I can get away with it. And then I'd mail them a check as though checks are still around. Be like, ha ha, took this from you. You didn't even know. And then I'll email them. And yeah, I'll they're not going to find that eccentric. They're going to arrest you. No, not with the crazy, crazy, kind old Greg. You're the not co- kind? kind old what man. way of shoplifting and soiling yourself does sweet... it make you kind? and With the sweet smile and just, oh, I'm sorry, I was confused. He has confused. a gentle disposition. No. I was confused. You wear the same like light gray sweatpants, which have since started to turn a little tan that is with not... lack of washing. Some Velcro shoes. Those would be like a navy blue, I'd say. Navy blue shoes, an old ratty courage T-shirt, and that you can point out to the young ladies as you shuffle down the aisle of Walmart, going, "This used to be my band. <laughs> I used to be a lead singer." <laughs> ladies will still like it. I'm sure They'll they will flock appreciate to you. it. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes, I'll be distinguished. Mm-hmm. Although senile when I want to be. That's how you get away with everything. That's how old people get away with all kinds of things. You know, old people steal more than anybody else. You know that's got to be true. I think so. It's got to be true. No, I think that the... No, no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's positive. Why are you putting the blame on old people? What have they done to you? I think it's fit. I think more power to them. You know, I mean, if that's what they're doing, I don't condone stealing. Again, I don't condone stealing, but they do stuff to get away with it. They know it's just like the same thing. Whenever I'm at a uh, store or I, I shop for anything, wherever it is, I always have the old lady who cuts in front of me. I know. Because I look like a, apparently I'm a giant pushover. And you they just are. Cut right in you front let of me. them cut in front of you. Because I don't, and I don't do anything about it. prophecy a little bit. And I don't do anything about it. Uh-huh. They get away with it. It's true. So, that I mean, I have that. And now I'm, where was I even going with this? You're ruining all of my dreams, essentially. That's the, that's the bottom line of this. Well, let's stop talking about the future and let's start talking about the past. <sighs> because I have something that I want to bring up God, to you. you how... My one dream in life is this. That's it. That's what, what is I want to pretend be. to be senile when you're old and steal things from Walmart? That's your dream? <laughs> Re- way yes. to reach for the stars, Greg. Yes, set the bar low. And then I don't want to I don't really want to steal. I just want to get away with stuff cuz I'm old. 
He's old. He doesn't know any better. I'll probably be more like the uncle on Uncle Leo on Seinfeld. Yeah. That's, that's I guess, mm-hmm. what I'm kind of picturing. All right. Anyway, so that's what I, I was saying, it. talking about the future and the past. All right. So we were talking about this past... Um, I know this past week or so since I got back from Bremerton, how I did stumble upon many of my journals from when I was in college. Uh, most notably, I did, in fact, bring back with me to Portland from Bremerton my journal from my sophomore year of college, <laughs> where I decided to listen to a lot of Ani DeFranco sit in a field wearing black and write poetry from my soul. <laughs> so I've been giving it a lot of thought. And people have written me many, many emails and messages on Facebook and such about how they do want to hear a little bit of the poetry. I don't know why. I have no idea why anyone would want to hear this. But I have come to the conclusion that I want to give you uh, – I, I have something to offer. I will give an, an exchange offer of sorts. What, you're going to do it? You're going to do it at the – I will read one of my poems, which oh, isn't oh. very long. It's like, I don't – like eight stanzas or something. I will read one of my poems. If you find, all right, turn that, turn that down. Isn't this Ani DeFranco? Uh, not Ani. I'm familiar with. That must be her newer stuff. That was not no, the stuff right, that, uh, yeah, I, I, that I loved. I, I don't know the difference. All right, you, we've talked about this. I told you that I had old poetry. Yes, the sorority of lies. Yes, I have that, that and I, there are some other ones in there. <laughs> I will read a passage from my. Shitty journal from August of 1999. Awesome. So that's going to open up the show. Uh, No, if and only if you find some of your song lyrics about unrequited love that you said that you have and you read a few song lyrics. I will do it if you do it. No. I don't know where any of that is. I'm telling you right now. I will read Sorority of Lies in front of everybody on December 10th. At the Secret Society, before we have our comedy showcase, I will read Sorority of Lies. If and only if, Greg Nibbler, you find one of your old songs and you read a couple stanzas from it. And uh, that's not part of what anything anybody wanted. I think everybody wants that. No. I did. All right. Just uh, to let people know that this is for real. I do have my journal in hand. I actually took a picture of the inside of the journal because I wrote an inscription uh, did you dedicate it to someone? I didn't dedicate it, but I wrote I exactly it? what it was. No, I have the picture. I'm going to post it in the chat right now of my journal intro. I swear to God, I wrote on the front page of my journal. I didn't even post the whole thing because it's so douchey. But uh, it does start with, this is a journal of my life as a sophomore in college during my first semester. What else does it say? It says stuff. But anyway, so I'm saying, so that was a tease. So oh, I'm you've got to like, tease a little bit more I than have that. The ju- no, I have the journal. I will bring the journal and I will read from it, the actual one, next Wednesday, if and only if I know you have the songs. I know you have I don't know them. What you're talking about. No, I don't. If and only if you read Man. some of your songs that you wrote unironically for that, that previous band that you were in before Courage, the one where you were trying to be... All romantical. Distracted? Distracted wasn't romantical, Sarah. It was a very thought-provoking. It was a thought-provoking band. It was thought-provoking, And we rocked, huh? too. Problem is, <laughs> I did write. I, did. Uh, I think I even No, mis- I don't really want... No. Why are you doing this? <laughs> That's not something I want to do. 
I will say this. I even spelled sophomore wrong <laughs> in my journal. Yes, you did. I did. Yes, you did. Well, that, that WSU so college education was really helping me yeah, out. Cooking it. So you're, are you going to post that picture on funemploymentradio.com on this episode? or I will. Okay. Yes. So that, that'll be up there for you, for anybody listening. As you can podcast. see from the top, too, there's the, um, like the tie-dyed fuzzy part of the journal on the top of it. Uh, see, here's the problem. I hate you for bringing this up. I'm sorry. I, this is really throwing me off. I I did, before I was in that band, I did write a lot of music and lyrics mm-hmm. based on relationships that I was in and how I, I felt very deeply in my relationships. And, you know, when I would have breakups, it was very emotional, depressing times. And And I'm not talking about recent stuff. I'm talking about when I was like 20. 21, going through that stuff. When I still had dreams of being um, a serious rock musician, like a very serious. Sure, you wanted to be things. taken seriously. Well, yeah, and I, I would think it was sing about my emotions because that's what I know about. Nobody understands uh, how this girl screwed me over and how you'll. Uh, I don't. No. You, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you get the impression that I really want to read this? It's really awkward. Greg, I wrote a poem called Sorority of Lies. It is so, I, I actually, when I saw it, when I was looking at it this morning, because I took the picture of uh, my journal this morning, I read it out loud just to see how it felt to read out loud. And I couldn't even, I was in my apartment by myself. I couldn't even get I don't get know if I could do it. You're going to have to. If you do that, it's I mean, Greg, you are the only. I, I'm going to say it's pretty douchey. You were the only thing thing standing between me and reading that. Yeah, but when I wrote this stuff, I thought I was actually serious about it, and I would write, like, songs to it, and then I would never play them in front of everyone because I would realize it was terrible, and I don't want anyone to know what I'm thinking with this. (laughs) Uh, Shockwave saying, by relationships, do you mean you had a crush on them, but they didn't know you existed, right? (laughs) No, it wasn't that. These were, like, girlfriends that then we would break up and... And it was like, oh, the world is over. Oh. Did you give them like your thumb rings? As, uh... I didn't have thumb rings. Yes, you did. I did have a couple of thumb rings. <laughs> okay. I did have multiple rings I wore at this time. All right, I will read you. Frame. People are asking, so I did cut off what um, what the front of my journal said. I do have the full thing, so I did. Okay, read it. Read it. This is a sample of what, what we're going to possibly get to get to know. On December 10th at the Secret Society. I will only read this if you promise that you will read one of your songs next week. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I got to think about it. All right. Well, then I'm just going to put the picture Oh, away. no. You have to read that. I No, Greg. No. This is an equal partnership. Here's when we started Fun Employment Radio over five years ago, we decided it's going to be 50-50. I'm in. You're in, Greg. <laughs> Bean is pointing out that you're a total thumb ring guy. You were some people you can just tell. You had thumb rings with like waves on them, didn't no, you? No, I did not. Okay, I will give you this con- context of how I was in college. I I did wear a lot of rings. I had multiple rings, some with skulls on them. I did have my ear pierced. On the left one, then I had the right one that I had the upper ear piercing. Sure you did. I wore a lot of necklaces. Spiked my hair. Wore a lot of baggy cords and metal shirts. Uh, yes, and this, so that was the time frame 
And believe it or not, girls did actually date me occasionally, even with all that stuff. And then I would write songs afterwards. I was like a really, really, really shitty Taylor Swift that never sang anywhere. And so I would write songs about them, just about how much they messed up and and then never show them to anyone. And just I would hold on to them thinking, yeah, I'll, I'll turn those into a song. Uh, it's being asked for you. Did you wear a puka shell necklace? No, I did not wear a puka shell. Okay. I was also not a hemp guy. I may have had a hemp. Uh, maybe I had a hemp bracelet sometime. That's possible. But for the most part, not hemp. I had a lot of hemp necklaces. No, I, see, I, I knew how to. I, buy, I made a ton of hemp necklaces. I was not a hippie. and I'd wear a lot, like a lot of, like I'd wear like th- two or three at the same time. No, oh, see that's yeah. In, in Corvallis, when I went to school there, there there was uh, probably still is. You know, there were a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, people are but... starting to ask Greg. Uh, it's starting to sound like Greg's all talk. You're not all talk, are you, Greg? You're a man of action, aren't you? All right, Greg. I will solidify it with this. I will read what I wrote as the inscription for my journal. For my sophomore year of college, if you will read some of your song lyrics at the Comedy Showcase <laughs> next week. Uh, it's not going to be very long. All right. Is that a yes? Oh, Wednesday man. at 1.40 p.m., December 3rd. Greg, are you saying that yes, you will read a few lyrics from one of your songs that you wrote? All right. Is that a Yes. Yes. All right. Here's what Fine, I wrote. Fine, I'll do it. Oh, man, that sucks. That Here's what sucks. I wrote as an inscription to my journal. This is not fun anymore. Now it was fantastic when it was just you doing it and then watching a bunch of comedians. That Now this involves me. This takes the fun out of it. Oh, that's so awkward. That is so uncomfortable. Here's the key to my writing. St- All right, Greg, let me just say this and then let's move on. I have some oh, world of crazy. Here's a, here's a treat of my writing style in 1999. August, I was 18. This was when I was 18 years old. Okay. So this is what I wrote. God, I was so fucking self-indulgent. Like, the way I write this, it's like, I'm like, oh, God, this is... Because you know everything. Oh, God. It's like, look at this time capsule. All right. I wrote... This is a journal of my life as a sophomore in college during my first semester. Without this, I think I would have lost my sanity. This has helped me through the hardest times and become a remembrance of my greatest ones. <laughs> this could never be replaced along with all the memories it holds. <laughs> you are a walking lifetime movie. You are a lifetime movie. That is something I could see on there. Wow. Of your hardest times. Oh. Now that was just a sense. Imagine what the poetry sounds like. That is amazing. <laughs> oh. oh my god, that's so... Uh. <laughs> You're terribly hard times in <laughs> college and university. <laughs> See, Edward understands. He says, but when you're a teenager, you feel so much people just can't understand. Oh, 19-year-old Sarah was so wise. No, I was 18. 18. So wise. Yep, it was the prologue. I don't know. I think I wrote that after because every time I would finish a journal, because I filled up a bunch of them, particularly my freshman and sophomore years. 
I'll be at ever so brief, but fully saturated world of crazy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Oh, my God. Greg, you're in it to win it with me now. That sucks. Now we just have to figure out which one of us goes first. I'll, I'll go first. I want to get it out of the way. Okay. All right. Then it's settled. Greg will go first next Wednesday. Oh, December I 10th. really don't want to do this. That's secret society. What else can I do? That's it. You already agreed to it, so there's nothing else you can well, do. Well, I'm saying I'll do something. What What else can I do besides that? Nothing. You already agreed to it, Greg. You're past the close. You're, you're trying to sell past the close, and you're already, you're already closed. Oh, my God. How uncomfortable you are is making me... I haven't amazing. read this. I haven't read that stuff for years. It's going to haunt you. Like I've been having like dreams about the past. As soon as I open that journal and you start to think about how you felt at that point. Oh, and I know the girls I wrote them about too. Oh, there was this. Oh, there was this one that I briefly dated. That I was really, I was really into. It. She was. Well, I'll be honest. She was really hot. And. uh... I took her to like one of our fraternity dances. Was that when you were Mr. Anchor Splash? This was before <laughs> before that, and I didn't win that competition. Uh, no, and I dated her for a while, and then, <laughs> oh man, and then I had I invited her to another one of our dances or some kind of an event or something, <laughs> and she backed out of me the day of, and she was like, um, "Yeah, I have to go back home. Uh, my horse has cancer, so I have to leave." <laughs> Does her horse have cancer? I have no idea. And by the way, she only she grew up like 20 minutes from Corvallis, where I was going to school. So it wasn't even that far away. And she backed out on it because she said, yeah, my horse has cancer. I have to go home. Maybe your horse did have cancer. I don't know. I doubt it was that. And she backed out on me, and then I had to go to the dance alone, which totally sucked. Please say that she ended up showing up on the arm of another guy. She didn't show up with another guy. She just never returned my phone calls ever again after that. Phone calls, plural. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, God. Uh, it's being asked, did, <sighs> did she even actually have a horse? She said she did. Let alone a, host, a horse with cancer. Yeah. She was a swimsuit model. She showed me a picture that said it was from a modeling shoot. I don't know. Oh my god, Greg, you wrote sad songs about the swimsuit model that stood you up for a dance because her horse had cancer. <laughs> it used to be, we used to call that when somebody would break, when a girl would break up with a guy, we'd be like, ah, got a case of horse cancer, huh? We turned it into that, and it was... That needs to be a thing. Sounds like somebody has horse cancer. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody has horse cancer. That was it. Was a thing oh, for years. Oh, Greg, that is going into my lexicon. I don't care if <laughs> it makes sense to know. I'm, like, if someone's like, "Oh, you know, she should be here right now," it's like, "Yep, oh, probably okay. has horse cancer." Okay, it's a horse cancer. Oh my god. What was her name? Since it was so long ago. Uh, yeah, it's not like she's even here. Emily. Emily, the swimsuit yeah. model. Yep. Oh, God, I was a tool. I tried calling her a few times, like, hey, just check it in. See, you know, I wasn't sure going. if you lost my number or not, Emily. Basically, I was doing that. Oh, God. It's so awkward. 
No, when I was rereading through my stuff too, like it was when some of it's just like, back. I really like this guy. I shouldn't have called him. Why did I call him? Well, he called me before, so I mean, I should wait a few days to call. Oh, I feel you. <sighs> Emily does have a last name. I'm not going to say her last you name. You remember right Emily's last name? I do, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, I do remember. Well, because I felt really bad about myself, not about the breakup. I felt bad about that for a while. Then I felt like a real tool when I realized I'd had a couple of drinks and I'd called her a few times. I, I did that. I learned a very valuable lesson from that. Don't do that. Oh, here, let's start this segment. Hi, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. This story made me laugh longer than it should have. I don't know why. It's not even like particularly like the most hilarious thing ever, but I laughed out loud. What? Did you find her on Facebook? Yeah, I did. I knew it. All right, Greg, let's go back. Oh, this is awkward. This is entirely too awkward. Should we post a picture of Emily? No, Uh, we should not. Should we have a projector, project a face of hers uh, while you're reading your song lyrics about her? No. And her horse cancer? No. On stage? Oh, God, I hope I still don't know the same people to wear. Oh, I feel like such a tool. Okay, anyway, let's just move on from that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Okay. This is out of Wales, out of Aberdare, Wales. Uh, witnesses say there were wails of sadness and lots of tears from children. <laughs> oh, Greg's like having... Greg, you've got to yeah. stop looking at, at Emily's page. Yeah, I am. I am. I shouldn't have seen... Oh, okay, yes, I'm moving on. Uh, let's talk about World of Crazy. Yes, I know. We're I'm, doing in, the... I'm in this with world, world of Crazy. We're moving on. Witnesses say <laughs> that there were wails of sadness and lots of tears from children who decided to go see the Santa Claus Welsh parade after Santa Claus was taken away from the parade in the back of a police van. <laughs> now, it wasn't because Santa was getting arrested. It was because they thought it was the safest way that he could get back to the North Pole. Now, spectators are criticizing parade organizers for having a Santa Claus get out of his sleigh after the parade and climb into the back of a police riot van <laughs> at the end of the Saturday parade, leaving children wailing and in tears, concerned that the Christmas icon was being taken to jail. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the witnesses whose name is Jade Hughes, uh, there were a lot of tears. People couldn't believe it was actually happening. My four-year-old cousin that I brought to the parade started crying saying, Santa can't bring me toys now. <laughs> it left a lot of children upset because they thought he had been arrested and wouldn't be able to fly around with his reindeer for Christmas. Uh, it, was, it left a lot of kids very upset thinking that Santa wouldn't be around for them. Uh, there's video of Santa boarding the van. It isn't the audio wasn't as good as the video. I was gonna, but you can't really hear the wailing children as well as I would have hoped. Uh, wailing, so, in <laughs> wailing in Wales. Wailing in Wales. Now, a South Wales police spokesman said the police van seemed like the safest way to transport Santa at the end of the event. They didn't really give much thought to how disturbing it might be for young children to see <laughs> Santa being hauled off in a riot van. <laughs> Uh, So a spokesman for the police department said Santa obviously has a very busy month ahead. So when he asked if we could provide transport at the end of his sleigh ride through the town uh, to help get him back to the North Pole, we were happy to oblige. I don't think the children read press releases from uh, police departments in Wales. That's just so I'm sure awesome. they will just be scarred for life. I wanted to watch that. You are so really. thrown off right now, Greg. You I'm should here. Not I'm have, right here. You should not have looked her up. I shouldn't have even talked about it. I regret you every second. You are being second. weird. Greg is I'm so sorry. uncomfortable. I'm sorry. It's very right uncomfortable. Now. 
Yeah, you're over there wiggling and your hair's getting bigger and you're like not listening. You're looking like you're listening. You're like playing a human being. But you're not really listening. Are you looking at... Did she become a, a super famous swimsuit model? No. I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't even seen a picture of her. God, why did I even do this? I feel exactly... Here, I'll tell you. Really quick. This is why I feel awkward. I feel right now like that... What was I? 19, <laughs> 19-year-old kid that was an idiot and left drunk phone messages for a girl who clearly didn't want to date him. <laughs> Saying, hey, just see how you do, want to hang out. And it was too many times that I did it. That's how, and then realizing it's it's not doing that part. It's the realization of, oh, I did that. Oh, yeah. I felt that at 19. I realized I did learn a valuable lesson. Greg is still like working this, through this. This is, this all is how I feel. This. Yeah, it's all coming back. Like, I've based a lot of my life and relationships off of what not to do. With Emily? From, from that. From the drunken phone calls. Uh, Keelan says on the chat, Greg, I too had my heart horse cancered by an Emily. <laughs> I was so. That's what it's gonna I was be called. Such an idiot. If somebody gets stood up or like, a, if they don't get a response, oh, I got horse cancered by an Emily. Yeah, that's it. That's the phrase, Keelan. No, drop the it. Emily part. It's just you got horse cancered. Now that you just said the Emily part, you know everyone's gonna stick. I with should the not Emily have thing. said her name. You shouldn't have said her. There's, bil- I know billions of Emilys. We're not gonna be able to figure out which Emily horse <sighs> cancered you. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Emily's in the chat, and she says, uh, my fucking horse died, too, you prick. <laughs> I mean, maybe she <sighs> did. I don't know. Uh, she didn't. Horse cancered by an Emily. <laughs> I'm calling the episode that, by the way. <laughs> no. Episode one, two, three, no. eight. No, if you want me to read anything. <laughs> you already said yes, Greg. Next up. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me, by the way. Uh, a man in Des Moines, Iowa, is behind bars after he decided to allegedly attack his pregnant wife with a McChicken sandwich. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. <laughs> She's okay. He's okay. Everyone's okay. Okay. Uh, so Marvin Tremaine Hill II, 21 years young, was arrested yesterday and charged with simple domestic assault after the alleged attack with the McChicken sandwich. Now, police uh, say Hill II admitted to the attack, which happened when his wife woke him up from a nap from his slumber at about 1 p.m. yesterday with a McChicken sandwich in hand that she was offering to him. Now, that's a very nice thing. Get gently woken up from a nap. Somebody has a nice sandwich for you. I guess, yeah. Shoving a sandwich in your face. I don't think she was shoving the sandwich in her... She said, with the, don't already take his side. Okay. No. With the McChicken in, his, in her hand. Stay with me, Greg. I'm, I'm here. I'm here with you. Do you I'm still have her you. Facebook page? No, up? I turned that off. I'm never looking that up ever again. I can't even imagine how many people right now are Facebooking yes, Emily. Do not. Don't. No, no, not not writing her, but I'm sure like looking up to see if they know anybody. McChicken sandwich. Police say that Hill admitted to the attack, which happened after his wife woke him up around 1 p.m. with the McChicken sandwich in hand. Hill uh, the second allegedly told police that he took the sandwich out of her head and threw it at his wife because he doesn't like McChicken sandwiches. Which is a very mature thing for someone 21 years of age to do. <laughs> Although, Greg, you did sound like you weren't making very good decisions at 19, and this is only two years older. <laughs> didn't throw a chicken sandwich at anyone. At first, Hill threw the entire sandwich at his wife. Why? Wait, so he was sleeping. She brought him a chicken a chicken sandwich. She woke him up around 1 p.m. with a chicken sandwich in her that's hand. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... 
Welcome back. Yes, yes that's I'm what sorry. I said. Now that I'm actually thinking about this, yes, yeah. Yes, thank you. It's not saying you have horse cancer and then ditching and leaving him and never showing back up and returning his calls. No, it's offering him a McChicken sandwich. That is very cool. Well, Hill did not like the McChicken sandwich and uh, threw it at his wife. So he threw the entire sandwich at her. Then he picked up some of the bun. That just wasn't good enough. He threw the McChicken sandwich and he's like, you know what? I'm not done. He picked off some of the um, some of the bun off of the floor and then threw it at her again. Now, when his pregnant wife, who brought him a McChicken sandwich, it was what, what very nice. What did he nice. want? What was he Maybe so pissed off Maybe she didn't get about? the right order. I don't know. So when the woman went to the bathroom to clean up, Hill allegedly followed her and then started recording her as she was cleaning off with his cell phone, which he then shared with police. So uh, police say that the video showed the woman knocking the phone out of his hands. Uh, officer said in the video, Hill's wife had mayonnaise on her shirt and face, so they don't really know why the man was showing it to them in the first place. Hill was arrested and is being held without bond at the Polk County Jail. Wait, Polk County? This is in Florida? Des Moines. Des Moines, Des Moines Iowa. Iowa. Okay. Yeah. Alright. I think I do have... Is this... What's this last one from? Huh. Oh, this is from California. And finally... See, Greg, this is like... Never mind, that's too mean. Never mind. What? No, I was thinking about, like, future old man you. I'm like, see, don't be embarrassed about, like, past you. This could be Ugh. you in the future. An older homeless man, frustrated with the lack of public transportation and in desperate need to reach a strip club, decided to <laughs> steal an ambulance from a hospital on Pon- in Pontiac to try and make it there on time. Does it actually say desperate need? In desperate need in des- to, reach a, to reach a certain strip club. He stole an ambulance <laughs> from a hospital in a place called Pontiac. So, so um, that's a guy that didn't learn his lesson at 19. Well, this is They what don't happened. actually like you. So, uh... So the man was apparently desperately trying to go to a strip club called The Booby Trap. <laughs> that is a fantastic name. Why is there not a booby trap in Portland? That is a... It's like the best strip club name ever. I honestly cannot think of a better name than that right now. Never. Never, ever. So he was trying to go to the booby trap. He couldn't get any, um, he was trying to like fight, he was trying to get a bus. Couldn't get a bus. There were no taxis to be had. And so he's just like, you know what? I'm going to take this ambulance because I need to go to the booby trap. This is the quote. He wanted to go to the booby trap to see some pole dancing. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. This is in Detroit. My, my bad. Oh. This is in Detroit. Okay. So the man who hoped to make it to the uh, Detroit strip club was stopped by police after he was apprehended, he was asked by the police why he took the ambulance. He said there was no public transportation available, and he wanted to desperately get to the booby trap I to gotta, see the pole dancing. I gotta get to the booby trap, obviously. Uh, deputies learned about the theft. Uh, so this happened this past weekend, about 11 p.m. Sunday, when they were dispatched to the hospital. The ambulance had been parked at the entrance after a patient had been transported and was unlocked with the keys still in the ignition. Authorities were able to locate the vehicle after tracing the cell phone to a a specific area. Police officers pulled the vehicle over and arrested the suspect who did never make it to the booby booby trap, but was cooperative. That is such a wonderful name. (laughs) Like, I want to go there now. I can understand. I want to go to a place called that just to go there. Yes, I know. So uh, no word if there's if he's gonna have any charges pressed against him or if he just, just gonna let him go. Meta on so many levels. <laughs> yeah, man. <sighs> All right, there you go, my friends. There you have it. That was the weirdest, most awkward, for Greg's sake. Oh, World of crazy. God.
come nobody has has that existing here in Portland? The booby trap. That is the best. That I don't know. I don't know. That is the best. Yes. That is the best. Kudos, Detroit. <laughs> You're doing it right, Detroit. <laughs> Horse cancered by an Emily. Oh, dear God. All right, so what we have established today is that, well, Greg, you know what? When I um, I posted that picture from my journal, yeah, it's a, the thing, I did use my um, Metro PCS phone, which oh. I have, and I love. I have to tell you, no bullshit. Like, uh, even if they're not, like, if they ever choose to not be a sponsor, which way would they? I don't care. I love my phone. I can look at anything that I want whenever, and I don't get those threatening messages saying that I can, that I'm using up, like, all of my, um, like, my minutes or my data plan. I can watch anything. I watched an entire Lifetime movie on my phone just using Wi-Fi. And you know what? Since it's unlimited, it didn't even, like, ping me or anything. Yeah, Yeah, the data. I, I watch movies. That is fantastic. Yes, I know, and I'm very good. Greg well, is so thrown off right no, now. No, I'm not thrown off, because I will say, my Metro PCS phone is badass, too, because I got a new one. In. No, I was on the Seattle to Bremerton Ferry. It was very choppy water, and my sister and I were uh, decided we wanted to watch a movie, and she couldn't because she uses a Verizon plan, and she's like, if I even watch like a two-minute YouTube video, it uses all my data. However, we watched an entire movie starring Jenny Garth called Holidays on the ferry <laughs> with a perfect without interruption. And it was amazing. See, you have so much data, you can just waste it on movies like that. No such thing as wasting data, sir. I've been, uh, I've just been downloading as many apps as possible because with my old phone, I couldn't do that. So I have, I have a billion apps now that I run all the time mm-hmm. because of, again, unlimited data. I know. You were very excited about so, that. So uh, Metro PCS, metropcs.com slash metro. They are fantastic. I, they are, I love um, it. I love it. And I, I am enjoying not... Having the shackles like I've always had. Yes, I just, indeed. I just say I and love it. And you save a whole crapload. Yes, of money. yes, you do. And I don't have to worry about going over. That's the best thing is because even when I had Verizon, I was always afraid I was going to get overage charges. Here, yeah. like since you prepay it, yep, you you are completely paid, and then that's it. Yep, done, mm-hmm. done, and done. Metropcs.com/slash/metro. Thank you so much. God, Greg is so like discombobulated right now. I'm not discombobulated. Yes, you I'm are. Just... You're usually you're like 100 percent pro, and right now you are like. I'm tossing you things left and right. You're not even paying attention. You're just kind of sitting there in your own thoughts. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I'm a man now, Sarah. You're bringing me back to the time when I was a boy, a child. Didn't understand. Oh, but it brings me right back. Wednesday, December 10th, one week from today, the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase featuring incredible Portland comedians Adam Posse, Stephen Wilbur, Amy Miller, Zach Tiscani, and Sarah reading from her journal from college. I'll read uh, my poem, The Critically Acclaimed Sorority of Lies. <laughs> Greg will be reading a, uh, a song that he wrote about Emily who horse cancered him. Uh, the old horse cancer episode. <laughs> wow. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I have not you seen you this so thrown off in a long great. time. It brings back a lot of memories. You sitting in a field, writing, listening to Ani DeFranco. And With my guitar your, that I can't play. Yeah, and writing, you forgot about that. <laughs> writing your, your, your terrible plight about your sorority of lies that you were living in and mm-hmm. how hard you had it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my well, there you the have horse it. cancer episode. Ah. Oh my 
God, I'm so excited for next week. Oh, my God. One week from today, get your tickets at FunEmploymentRadio.com right now. Get, get your tickets at FunEmploymentRadio.com right now. $7. Do it. We'll be back tomorrow with more <laughs> FunEmploymentRadio.com. Oh, my God. Fire, rock. <laughs>